All right, ladies uh, and gentlemen, we are live on the Doug Survival Show, which is brought to you by the Monkey Bar and Grill. Swing on by. We got David Mendoza, Jonathan Ramirez. It's going to be a great show, boys. Must be nice. Yes, sir. What's going on, D Dougie? What's up, Jonathan? Where you at right now? You in uh, you at the ESPN Broadcasting Network? I'm at one of the Survivor Broadcasting Studios we have. Here. Oh, I thought you were with ESPN for a sec. It would be cool if I was. <laughs> we're, we're better. Yeah, we're better. We get the better ratings. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get started with Russell Wilson. No longer going to be a Denver Bronco by the looks of it. Yeah. What, what do we think about that? I don't know, man. I, I I think it's a bit harsh to be honest. They're using him as a scapegoat. I mean, not they are using him as a scapegoat, but at the same time, I don't think he fits. Like I don't think he fits with the with the schemes and whatnot, and 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 just with the overall Broncos in general. Doesn't fit the system. Yeah. So he's, so he's a system quarterback, is what we're saying. Nah, I don't want to get into that again. <laughs> you, you know, you guys know how I feel about that whole shit, but. <laughs> Well, it was yeah. a football player that said Brock Purdy's not a system quarterback, which proves that there are system quarterbacks out there. Yeah, I guess because you it's, it's it's depending on the coach's scheme and, and the offensive coordinator's scheme on on the on what they got going on for that. They gotta they gotta make sure that they can utilize the quarterback the best way with the with the yeah. weapons around him. You think he's gonna be like a New England Patriot, Judah? I think he would thrive there, to be honest. I think he'll thrive anywhere that relies on the passing. That's that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But Denver was so disorganized. Yeah. I don't really blame him for it. Not me either. Yeah, you can't really blame the guy. Think you about can, it. You can, but you can't. He you went can, over here thinking he was gonna be hot stuff. He was going to run his offense, yeah. and then it showed that it was harder than it usually is. They brought in Sean Payton over there, and it's still disorganized. It's still a hot yeah. That's what I was going to say. Payton said, oh, this is going to be so much better than Hackett. Well. Look, and he's still, now he's used, now they're using him as a scapegoat. Well, you're using uh, Wilson as a scapegoat. And you still have to The guy loses like $36 million because they're going to bench him. Yeah, because of the whole injury, there was a clause on his uh, on his contract. So but, if he, yeah, if he were to get injured or whatnot, he'd he'd get the thirty seven million guarantee. So that's why they're benching him. This way, there is no risk of him getting injured. Yeah, I think yeah. I think some of the favorites are the Falcons and um, the Giants to land Russell Wilson. Uh, you think so? Oh, that's what that's what they were was been reported. Yeah, I think his name was Cody Benjamin. I think. Hmm. I don't see it. I don't. I don't see the Giants going after him just because they have Daniel Jones, and yeah. he's been hurt this season, so you can't kind of blame him for what's been going on over there. No, you can't. And then, I mean, the Falcons, I can see. Yeah, Atlanta could use another quarterback. Yeah, but going from the from one bird to another bird. <laughs> one bird to another bird. Nice. Must be nice. Again, if you're just joining us, this is Dougie and the Boys, which is brought to you by Unsolicited Role Models. Role Models you may not want, but you may just need. You could follow us on all your podcast applications, YouTube and Facebook Live, Saravo Broadcasting, the Doug Saravo Show. So there were rumors going on at the beginning of the year that Flacco rejected a contract from the New York Jets. But now he is striving in Cleveland. Cleveland Cleveland is looking like a Super Bowl contender. Could Joey Flacco do a repeat of 2012 and lead the Browns to the Super Bowl or even the AFC title game? I don't know. It's, it's hard over there. Yeah, he's, de he's definitely – the Browns are still definitely like a dark horse type of team to make it even to the AFC title, in my opinion. My but thing is, is that – He's relying on uh, Amari Cooper a lot, and once yeah. he, once they start double teaming him, that's when the real like true team is going to come out. Exactly. Yeah, Cooper put up like uh, fifty two points for my fantasy team the other. Yeah, yeah, two hundred yards. 
Yeah, 50, 52 points on your bench. You would have blew me out of the water. <laughs> I would have won. I would have won in advance to the final. Yeah. But now you're going up against Jimmy. Yeah, it's up to Jimmy and I to pay the tab. Yep. Must be nice. Damn. And I love how... I love how I love how Jimmy was trying to get out of paying the tab by saying it's the last place finisher. Come on. Oh, for the regular season? Yeah. I thought the same at first, but Dave told me that I should be with playoffs, and he's right. Because yeah, yeah it should be with playoffs. Because if you go first, you could lose the championship. You don't know. Right, right, right. All right, boys. You know what time it is? Throwback Thursday. No, our weekly picks. Must be nice. That was what we did yesterday. All right. Week 17. Two more weeks to go. Can't believe it's over. All right. Let's get this rolling, boys. All right. Who's. All right. Let's see who we got. What we got. All right. Oh, we have a comment. Let's see who sent it. Dave Fisher. You guys are on the four at work? Yeah, it's it's been good, except uh except Jonathan loves to steal my clamp when I'm on break. Man, I have to. Yep. He steals everybody's clamp. Somebody's good gotta be driving it. Oh, it must be nice with the uh the comments. Alright, let's get this rolling. Um since there's only two AFC versus NFC games, that is going to me that's going to be me. All right, I'm going to go with the Jaguars to win against the Panthers. The Panthers are basically going to lose out. Steelers, Seattle, I'm going with Seattle. Both home teams. All right, NFC side, we're going to go with Jonathan. AFC side is Dave. So, Jonathan, who wins the Lions and the Cowboys? Uh, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, super offensive, I think. Like a high-scoring game. I'm going to go with the... Uh... I'm gonna go with the Cowboys though. All I right. think they bounce back. They scored thirty more thirty plus points at home all season. Yeah. Yeah, they're undefeated at home. All right. Uh next game. Uh Cardinals Eagles. Battle of the Birds. Eagles. Easily. Fly, Philly, fly. <laughs> Giants, Rams. I'm gonna go with the Rams. San Fran, Washington. San Fran. Tampa Saints. Uh, that's going to be a good one. Division. Division. Yeah, that one's tough, man. I'm going to go with the Bucks, though. I like the Saints defense. Yeah. Shit, that one's tough. I think that one's like oh. a 21-17 type of game. All right. Atlanta, Chicago. Chicago's been playing good football. I'm locking that in. 21-17. Tampa. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That, that I think that's the score. Um, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the Falcons. The defense is too good this this season. Green Bay, Minnesota. I'm gonna go Green Bay. I like that. Yeah, love love is finding his stride, bro. Yeah, they're on a, they're on a run right now. Yeah, and Reed, Jaden Reed's coming back. Yeah. All right, let's do Thursday night tonight. The Jets and the Browns. It's gonna be tough, but I'm gonna go with the Browns. Yeah, you know Flacco's been playing good. Revenge game for Flacco. Raiders. You know scored, real quick, Doug. You know you saw that. You saw that uh, meme. Yeah, I sent it to you. He scored uh, the same amount as pass and touchdowns. As the compare, Jets. Yeah, compared oh, to the Jets. Crazy. Ten TDs. But that says a lot about the Jets' offense. Yeah, it does. Uh, Colts Raiders. That's going to be tough. Uh, be surprised. I'm probably going to say the Raiders. I would too. And if the Raiders win, their playoff hopes stay alive. They also yeah. Need, they also need a couple of the teams to win, like the Seahawks to beat the Steelers and the Titans to beat the te Texans. I think. Yeah, if the Raiders win out and the Chiefs lose out, 
Chiefs lose that division. That's crazy. All right. Next game, Patriots-Buffalo. No, you skipped one. No, that's the game of the week. Uh, that's the game of the week. I'm going to go Buffalo. Buffalo's home. Yeah. Division game, you never know, but I think Buffalo takes it. Yeah. Dude, That Buffalo, if Buffalo wins out and then Dolphins lose, Buffalo could take that. The division, yeah. So that's fucking crazy. Buffalo they could would. I mean, they, would, they would do that and then blow my bet apart, bro. Yo, what the fuck? Tennessee, Houston. Ah, that's a tough one. I'm going to go Tennessee. Oh. Yeah, I can see that happening. Cincy's in the playoffs now based on that. All right. Cincy, Kansas City. Nah, this is another tough game. I think Kansas City wins at home. Uh, it's just who shows up, right? Like, which Kansas yeah. City team is showing up? I yeah. Think, I think Chase is still out, right? Who? Jamar yeah, Chase? I think, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think with Kansas the, City. With the Bengals, they're own 5 in divisional records. So, they're not really a bad team. If they won those divisional games, it could be a different season. Well, the Bengals, with me picking the Chiefs, the Bengals are going to fall back out. Yeah. Chargers Broncos. Uh oof, that's another tough game, but I'm gonna go Chargers because Broncos are sitting Russell. Chargers been on a little run. Ha- no, no, it was the Rams that are on a run. No, Chargers too, I think, right? No, no Chargers are six and ten. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, Broncos gave up on their team though. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, the game of the week. It could be a preview of the AFC championship game in twenty twenty four. Let's do it. The Miami Dolphins shout out to Nicole versus the Baltimore Ravens. This pick is for Nicole. Miami Dolphins. <laughs> and for your bet, bro. <laughs> and for my bet. Keep my bet alive. Now, like, um, Miami's been kicking it up. Baltimore's been playing very good football. But I feel like they're going to start getting exposed soon. Jalen Ramsey in that backfield. Zay Flowers, he's been dropping the ball. I don't know what's going on with Zay Flowers, but that boy has been dropping the ball. And then, you know, you you, you got to rely on Odell. Isaiah Likely, I like the guy. He's on my fantasy. He's been playing very well. But Ty, who's going to stop Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle on that Baltimore defense? You know, for that Ravens game, I think he's in- – uh, likely he's gonna help you out and give you points. I could see, I could see Lamar giving him the ball a lot uh, that yep. game. Nice little checkdowns, quick passes. Yeah, bro. Because Ramsey's gonna be on on Flowers. Because I, I would assume at this point Flowers is better than Beckham right now. And then you got Chris Jones. Yeah. All right, boys. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, and then when we come back, it will be time for our Super Bowl bracket. Again, this is the Doug Strava Show, which is brought to you by our good friends at the Monkey Bar and Grill. Swing on by. Dougie and the Boys is brought to you by... Unsolicited role models. Role models you may not want, but you may just need. We'll be right back. Dougie and the Boys, every Thursday. MVP quarterback... And then the other quarterback we have is Derek Carr. Everything happens to me. Zach Wilson getting hurt happens to me. Not getting let into bar A happens to me. Going to the hospital after the Jets beat the Titans happened to me. I did you uh, did you not say Joe Burrow? I said Washington. Said Burrow. No. Well, what about Tampa? Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> With piano, I actually played piano from third to sixth grade. The best one I did was when I did the whiskey glasses and the. Uh, look at grade. you in the mirror and see what you look like. I'm not the president. More than we could start until the second season. I'm gonna say this. Don't, Don't go, go there. there. Don't go there. You gotta feel a Don't win somehow, there. somewhere.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, we are back on the Doug Saravo Show, which is brought to you by the Monkey Bar and Grill. Swing on by. It is now time for our Super Bowl bracket. Let's see if it's something different. We'll start with the NFC side. That first round matchup is going to be the Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow, the Tampa Bay's home? Yeah. Wow. Rematch of last year. That's John. Yeah, Mike's muted. That's a tough one. Let's see. I'm going to go with Cowboys, though. Could be an upset. You never know. Yeah, I'm saying because they're away. That's why the the fact that they're away is fucking crazy. But you have to take that into into consideration because of the Uh way. Yep. L.A. versus Detroit. Matthew Stafford returns home to Detroit. Oh, that's a crazy game. I'm going to go with the Lions, though. Rams got a good run going, but I'm going to go with the Lions. Seahawks versus the Eagles. Another battle of the birds. Of oh, the birds. I'm going to go with the Eagles on that. We know who's coming out of top on that side. Yeah. You got yeah, you got to already know. <laughs> Browns Jaguars. This is a tough one again. I'm I'm going to go Browns. Upset. Yeah, I like that. Buffalo, Kansas City. Ah, that's the game of the week right there. Yeah. You know what? Buffalo pulls the upset. Yes. You can't you can't trust in uh the Chiefs right now. No, you can't. They're a mess and I love it. Yeah. Them. A rematch. A rematch of the 2008 AFC title game, Pittsburgh versus Baltimore. I got Baltimore. Sorry, Jimmy. No, we're not sorry, Jimmy. We're not. All right, AFC side, Cleveland versus Baltimore. Baltimore. Buffalo versus Miami. This is a tough one. I'm going to go Miami. They got that home field advantage. Buffalo always finds a way to to fail in the playoffs. Yeah, All right, NFC side, the Lions versus the Eagles in Philadelphia. I got the uh, the Eagles. Dallas, San Fran. I know where John's going. Yeah, I'm going to go San Fran. Another away game. All right, NFC side, Philly, San Fran, in San Fran. In San Francisco. Fuck, bro. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to um, the Niners right now, though. Niners look too good. All right, Dave, thank you for your pick. I assume you're going with Miami. Home field advantage, bro. Home field advantage. All right, now it's time for the Super Bowl. Miami Dolphins versus San Fran collective vote. I'm going with San Fran. Yeah, I would have to go with San Fran as well. My vote doesn't count. (laughs) Do you have a betting, too, for the Dolphins to win the Super Bowl? No. Oh. That would be crazy if they make it. I do see them making that. I can see them easily going on a run, though. I, it's just iffy. Even if they make the Super Bowl, like, look at that matchup right there. Yeah. That's a hard matchup. Yeah, it is. Especially for the Dolphins. Yeah. So. Yeah. My vote doesn't count, so San Fran wins it all. Yes, it does. Because we yes, had, we had the Eagles, Dolphins winning there. You hear that, Nicole? San Fran. Must be nice. Hey, you hear that, Nicole? We're going against you. All right, so it is Throwback Thursday. I'm going to see if I have it up here. All right. 
So Dave made a point that the only reason why Christian, uh, the only reason why Brock Purdy is in the MVP conversation is because of Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. They have three top-tier receivers and an MVP running back. So I want Dave to defend his comment. Um, it's, This is small, but you can't really see it. So on our reel that we posted, someone responded to Dave saying, get a clue, Dave. That's a sloppy take. Go pay for all 22 and watch some tape. Wait, who wrote this? Someone on the Instagram reel. Uh. So I, I guess uh, that person has to watch the last game the 49ers played where Brock Purdy threw three interceptions and the only player that was MVP on that team was Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, but that's just that's, that's a game. That's a game. We can't just go off of... Uh, yeah, that's just one game. Everyone, every quarterback and every player has their highs and lows. All right. So, But I, I never said Brock Purdy was a bad quarterback. No, you're saying you're, you're saying yeah. No, I get what you're the saying. The argument was MVP talk, right? You're saying McCaffrey and I said to be ahead of he did Purdy. not deserve MVP, right? Compared to other players, because he has all-star receivers and a great all-star MVP running back. So I got Jalen Hurts. Other uh, players, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts should not be in the MVP conversation. Then, if you want, I didn't bring up say Jalen Hurts is MVP. Don't matter. You're just saying based on the players that they have around them, they should not be an MVP conversation. My argument was that Tyreek Hill should be top either one or two in MVP talk, and he's not. No, Tyreek should definitely be there. It's just, it's, yeah. Missed, everybody wants to. Jonathan went off last time saying, oh, but he missed one game. Okay. Brock Purdy lost four games this season. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying that that could be the reason why people are not like took him off that list because he missed that one game and then he has been playing up to listen, par. Listen, Hill is going for MVP numbers this season with yeah. y'all. The guy finds ways to break defenders and then his yards after the catch. Well, yeah, I, you can play devil's advocate. He has Tua. Yeah, but the reason Tua is throwing to him is because he gets he breaks free. He runs yeah. routes. Tyreek is definitely a difference maker. Like All right, so then two is not then two is not a good quarterback, and the reason why two is a good quarterback is because of Tyreek Hill. But we could also say the same thing about Patrick Mahomes right now. Yeah. We did say that about Patrick Mahomes. But this is but this is a big I thing. didn't say that. Jonathan said that without Kelsey. A, that that is a big question though to raise because then you gotta think of it like who do you really who like who really is deserving of the MVP? Because you, one can't go without the other. You get what I'm saying? It's hard. Probably now Lamar Jackson. It's easy. You can go Christian McCaffrey. At to that to an extent, yeah. He has a good quarterback, good system. But but but, but you can also argue against that because they had they went they had McCaffrey last year in the playoffs without Purdy, and look what happened. If McCaffrey is really the difference maker, and he is, he is. Don't get me wrong, but if he's Gonna change the game and win games for you, but on, a, on carry the team on his back by himself. He should have won that. He should have won that game in the playoffs. You get what I'm saying? And he didn't. Yeah, yeah you know what a, I mean. It's also a team sport. We're talking about MVP. We're talking about different makers on that team. Yeah, it's McCaffrey, hard. To it's me, hard. McCaffrey is the MVP on the 49ers. The guy scored a touchdown in almost every single game. He breaks tackles like nothing and gets yeah. up the field easily. But Purdy also Purdy also has three receivers on there at almost a thousand yards. That's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. but the, but you look at those receivers yards after catch. They're like ranked number two yards after catch. Mm. McCaffrey, he has to break tackles. He has to find a hole. Yes, his O line opens holes for him here and there. But if you watch a majority of his plays. The guy is breaking tackles, bouncing off defenders, spinning, then getting extra yards down the field. But he, but Purdy also has the most air yards. Yeah, that's a which goes into yards after catch. If yeah, people, you need, Samuel you catches need, the ball, you need you hold on. He catches the ball ten yards down the field, that's right? Air yards? Breaks a tackle and goes 
dirt forty yards. Yeah, but that you also you also you also you also you also need a quarterback to find them open in that space where they could go down the field. No, I don't think that counts as air yards, Dave. When you throw the pass longer, of course. If you throw a short pass. Yeah, but any any receiver that if a receiver gets a forty yard catch, that's even if he catches it ten yards and goes forty yards down the field, that counts as forty passing yards for Brock Purdy. Yeah, that yes. You know what I want to know though? I want to know like, and I think a lot of fans would benefit from knowing this, like. The, the people who vote for MVP, what's the criteria? You get what I'm saying? How do they base it? How do they judge who well, they fucking base it. Sorry, they base it like idiots. We got, no- defensive, we got defensive player of the year and hasn't played have played only one snap this year. Who? Or comeback player of the year, sorry. Oh, comeback, comeback. player yeah, of the year. Yeah, yeah, that comeback one player. One snap. For Hamlin, is, that's fucking crazy that he's still favorite. Well, you know, no. that's all. That's political. Exactly. No offense to DeMar Hamlin. But for comeback player of the year and only playing one game, you should not be even in the top ten. Hell no. Shouldn't even be on the list. So yeah, shouldn't even be on the list to be honest. If I if I had to choose comeback player of the year, uh, I'm going Tua. Kai three concussions. Nobody knew if he was going to even come back and play the sport again. Exactly. And back, he's leading his team to take the AFC East. Jonathan counted him out. I did, I did. I, I was, I was, I thought he was gonna gonna end up getting hurt. Just, but because of that, those those statements that Dave said, I was one of those people that said, you know what? He was even considering retirement. I thought if you if you were to even get hit, well, once, oh, Jonathan even t- counted out the the Denver Nuggets. So, yeah, yeah, I did, I did. They proved me wrong, though. Call me crazy, comeback player of the year, Dobbs, Joseph Flacco. Uh, I don't. Man. I don't think he's played enough football to be in yeah, that football. Think, yeah, I don't think he's played enough. So now you're being hypocritical. Why? I said the same thing about Hamlin. That's not. I'm not saying you, but that statement is hypocritical. How's it hypocritical? Oh, he hasn't played that much football, but Demar Hamlin could be a candidate. Exactly. No, he's saying Demar Hamlin shouldn't be a, ca- a candidate. No, I, I know think- that, but I'm just saying based on. That argument saying, like, if people vote, oh, he hasn't played that oh, much football, okay. it's only four games. I think, listen, I think at one point, Joshua Dobbs was comeback player of the year. He fell off. He's out of the contention. That You drop. You drop in your odds. Yeah. To me, two has been consistent. He, ha- he There's times, of course, he hasn't played great football, but he's his team's winning. Yeah. He's out on that field. He's making plays. To have a guy like Demar Hamlin is a smack in the face, face to a lot of players that are fighting to come back and make a difference. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know, man. Like I would really, I would really like to know how the fuck they, like you said, it's is idiocy. Like they, there's got to be some dumb. It's got to be political and some dumb way that they that they look at the game, saying, "Oh, you know what? The this quarterback or this player should receive the MVP." Yeah. I really think that, you know, the the way whoever runs it, it, it it's a gimme. Yeah. That's what you're doing. You, you're giving them a gimme. And it's become almost like a quarterback award. It really shouldn't. If it goes to a defensive player, okay. If he's been the most impactful and, 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 any, and if you had a team and you want to build a franchise around him or make sure that he's on, he's on your team, if you had everyone in the NFL, right, but and you had to choose one player first to draft first of the current the current uh, active players. Who are you gonna choose? That's the MVP, bro. Game. You have to have. You have to play a minimum minimum amount of games in order to be in contention. Exactly. That too. Well, the same thing could be said about the Super Bowl MVP award. It's always a quarterback, no matter what. No, nah, I mean, yeah, most most of the time. Most of the time, are... yes. Ninety percent of the time, it's probably a quarterback. Yes. Uh, one year you had Julian Edelman, and then you had the guy from uh, Seattle, I believe it was Malcolm Smith. Yeah. And I think the running back sometimes, like the bus, I think, on the Steelers, got MVP one time. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be a quarterback most of the time. 
All right, so again, if you're just joining us, this is the Doug Survival Show, which is brought to you by the Monkey Bar and Girls. Swing on by. Dougie and the Boys is brought to you by. Unsolicited role models, role models you may not want, but you may just need. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we have much more to get to. But to go and like react from a fiscal standpoint and from a civil rights standpoint to close everything, I find it hard to get behind. Democrats. Thanks to Democrats. Thanks to the Democrats, by the way. Nancy Pelosi should not be 84 years old and still be sitting as the House Speaker. I'm like an idiot. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Actually, you know, like, can get in there and, like, do things. You know, like Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr. Like, Puerto Rican. You're, you're Latino. I'm an American. I would like Ivanka to run. Yeah, you might, or Tulsi Gabbard. She's pretty. Betting it was named after you because you are probably known for losing a lot of bets, especially when it comes to the horse racing. My lightning five picks. These are the ones I like. I mean, I, I love them. In my picks, you'll hear them later on. Yeah, that is my best bet. You'll hear it in Yes, that is my best bet. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back on the Doug Sarabo Show, which is brought to you by the Monkey Bar and Girls Swing on By. The Poor Betting is sponsored by Unsolicited Role Models, the role models you may not want. But you may just need new episodes coming soon within the future. Yes. So let's get this rolling. We're going to do a safe bet and a risky bet. I am not sure of the odds, but we're going to pick our safe and our risky Super Bowl winner. Dave, start with you. It's a tough one. A safe bet to win the whole Super Bowl at this point, the way every team is playing. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> you didn't want to say it. <laughs> I like that. Ravens. Yeah, I, w- I would go with the Ravens right now. They got a lot to prove. They've been playing very well. I don't know if it lasts, but as of right now, they're kind of a safe bet. Yeah. Risky. Ah. Could be the Chiefs. I'm gonna go with the Rams. Ooh. The Rams. You know what? They have they have momentum. They have momentum right now. It's the perfect time. They've got the they've got the dual threat with Puka and uh, Cup. I know Cup hasn't been playing to what everybody expects him to play, but you got to know that he's drawing defenders, which is leaving Puka open, and you can't leave Puka open anymore. Nah. And their running backs. Yep, you got Williams. Kyron Williams. That boy has been playing phenomenal football. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go risky and say the Rams. I like that pick. All right, Jonathan, what do you got? Uh, safe, I would go Niners. And then risky, I would probably, I would probably go, damn, fuck. I got another risky one for you. Risky, I'll probably, I'll, I'll go with the Browns. Yes, that's so yo. Yeah, I go with the Browns. That's a risky bet. I like that is, it. That is risky. I like it because everybody's down in their backfield, and and they got Kareem Hunt back there. They got uh, Jerome Ford. Yeah, they got a good backfield. All right, so my safe bet, I would say my safe bet would be the Baltimore Ravens, just okay. because they're playing good football and Lamar is on a mission too win the Super Bowl and to get back there and to prove to his doubters and the haters. And my risky bet is the Buffalo Bills. Just because they are the hottest team in football, they could get there. But you never know what's going to happen with them in the playoffs. They could end up getting there and having their worst performance of the season. We've seen it in the past with Buffalo. We just have. Yes. I like that. Yeah, I like that because Bills and Rams are two teams that are got the momentum right now. And I think last week I called the Bills Rams Super Bowl, so we'll 
We'll see what happens. The two hottest teams, they could slow down. You never know. Yeah. So it is Major League Baseball offseason. Not much has been happening throughout the free agency world. Not much. I mean, Yamamoto's been to L.A., Otani's been to L.A., and Soto's been to the Bronx. That's basically all we got so and far. And Glass now to L.A. Yeah, Yeah, and Glass now got traded. So that's about all we've got. But we do have some updates on Wanda Franco. He was officially summoned in the DR, Dominican Republic. Um, but what I see online right now is he was a no-show. Yep. That's so, not a good sign, bro. I, I say it is. We always say innocent till proven guilty. But not showing up kind of puts you more in the guilty range. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And it is something we have to talk about being sports analysts. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna mess with his career. His career to me right now, his career is done. Yeah, I don't see him being on the Rays opening day roster next year. I don't no. see him being on anybody's opening day roster. Yeah, though. anyone's for the near future, at least next couple of years. But it shows you you gotta be careful who you you're messing with, who you're talking to. And if you're going to do it with an underage person, uh, it's sad to say, but you need to get the consent from the parents. Josh Giddy did it. Yeah. Because I didn't know before that whole Josh Giddy thing, I wasn't even aware of the fact that, like, legally, certain states and countries have the like the age of consent at 16 which is yeah i think crazy. in new jersey 16 years old is the age of consent yeah that's still crazy to me but it's legally it's a thing so but i i mean listen if if josh giddy was messing with an underage girl obviously he went in in the right route of getting the parents to agree and all parties to agree right 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 and it, and you know it it's working out for him yeah you know, not saying he's that it's the right situation, but obviously he did. He made sure he went the right route. Right. Because of the Franco, beer. Yeah. And for Wanda Franco, I mean, he he did what he did. Maybe it was consensual, but he went the wrong route. Mm-hmm. And this is not to say how to tell people to run their lives, but you know you're going to be on a spotlight sooner or later. When you, when being, you, yeah, professional, being a professional athlete, you got millions of eyes on you. You got yeah. millions of dollars in your account. You have to be more careful, bro. Yes. You have to be. And it shows, I mean, it, a lot of these athletes need to take these, these situations and learn from them. Yeah. You know, some of these athletes are not taking from their, their situation of going through this and learning. Perfect example. Look at John Morant. Yeah. What is his celebration? Which is crazy. Now you're going to create controversy. And Everybody's going to talk about it. And then his dad is saying, oh, that uh, his circle hasn't changed at all. Like the same group of friends that he was hanging out with before is still the same now. And, and you know, it's, it's just a celebration at the end of the day. Right. Nobody thinks anything of it, but because of your past, it makes it even bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then when we come back, we are going to do our final segment of the day. One prediction or one something you want to happen throughout the 2024 season for one of your sports teams, one of your favorite sports teams. We'll be right back. Malibu at the diner part of the casino. That they're gonna they're gonna slip back a little bit. Ben, do you ever ask yourself the question as to where this town things that haven't been done before? Feel like it's more than just Joe Biden though. Like it's just like people even overpay for Degrom, and I just I I I think this is a great way for us to gather. I'll be looking for another job after this is all. (laughs) I can tell you that. Here with your name behind it, hoping that why did Trump fire Fauci? He could have gotten rid of him. There's a lot of things we can have checked out. So, Talk whatever we want. It's sports. Well, I'll tell you, you know. No matter. I don't have to worry about my feelings to understand that.
get customers involved. Wednesday night bar talk. <laughs> Wednesday night bar talk. <laughs> No, Jimmy's the idiot. Yeah, Jimmy's the idiot. Yeah, if I score hot takes, he assists a game. No matter how many, no matter how many games, thirty-six games. And uh, the All Star break, and now a little bit. Now they're playing really good. Hold Best on, hold on, hold on. Who's got the leverage tonight? Now five-two. Leverage is all you. I got the leverage. My Yankee prediction. Uh, here we go. Yankee privilege, Yankee All bias. Right. I want you to the hear typical, this. The typical Yankee fan. I want you to the hear this. Yankee fan. Let's hear it. Come on, bring it on. Let's hear it. I want you to hear this loud. I think the Yankees are going to finish fourth place. Must <laughs> be nice. I have no high hopes for this season. Must be nice to not be a biased Yankee fan. Shout out to Dave Mendoza. Must be nice. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back on the Doug Survival Show, which is brought to you by the Monkey Bar and Grill. Swing on by. You could follow us on all your podcast applications, YouTube, Facebook Live, Saravo Broadcasting, The Doug Saravo Show. All right. So last night, Kyle predicted a Yankees fourth place finish. That was his prediction. Still thinks pitching needs to be solved, and that's the main issue for the New York Yankees moving forward. Juan Soto does not make a huge difference for them, and it's all about the pitching so let's start with jonathan give me one prediction or one thought for your 2024 season of one of your favorite teams uh i don't know the favorite 20- teams are just in general i mean it could be in general or your favorite teams whatever you have in your mind i got one yeah well for me i would go with the jets just quarterback and overall Possibly new OC. All right. David? I got one for you. All right. Kevin Durant gets traded. Again? Again. Possibly. There's been, there's been rumors going around already because uh, that he's not happy with how the, everything was going on with the team. And Brandon, I think it was Brandon Jennings or somebody. Yeah, it was Jennings. Yeah, it was Jennings who... who, who um, replied to that and said, well, the team was doing fine without him before he was there. What changed? This yeah. is true, though. This is true, though. Same thing happened in the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, Kyrie. Kyrie was there. It's not it's always... Just, yeah, go ahead. It's just styles of play. Teams have different styles. Yeah, it definitely is. Is that that and also like when you have to give up too many like bench players or too many role players that were ready that already fit good with whatever system they had going on or the chemistry that the players have going on, it kind of messes everything up. You bring in a one star player, but you give up two or three guys that were not star players or um, maybe they weren't scoring a lot, but they had either rebounding, defense, uh, high IQ abilities that benefited the team. Now those players are gone. Mm-hmm. And they did have, they did bring in good people. It's just, I think it's going to take time. And they get criticized. That's one thing, too. I think they're getting criticized too early just because they automatically have KD, Beal, and Booker. I got another one. Overnight overnight success. And that's not always going to happen. I got another one for you. Yeah. Draymond Green moves to the bench. Yeah, I think so for a fact. I think they trade him. The dude, Pazminski, I think his name is. Has been playing phenomenal basketball. Oh, uh, Frank Kaminsky, the former. Uh... Oh, Pazminski or something like that. He's he's on the Warriors. He's been starting for them, and the dude's been playing phenomenal basketball. You gotta look up his name. I forgot. You talking about Kaminga? No, I just picked him up in fantasies. I think he's a rookie. Look at their last game. Who started for them? I, I oh, can't. spots? Huh? They, they call them spots. 
I know who you're talking about. They call them spots or pods, something like that. They call them spots. Maybe. He's, he's the white boy over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. He said, he's, he said he's learning a lot from Curry. Like, he's like, Curry's mentoring him, and he's learning a lot from him. And he's playing phenomenal basketball recently. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if Draymond falls into a bench role and becomes six man. Yeah. And possibly looking into getting traded in the near future. I think that whole, you know, is going to get sh- shaken up. That whole little core. I think Clay's out of there next year. Yeah, that could that core group of the of Draymond, Clay, and Steph is gonna be it's gonna be done. For. Yeah, the core broke up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Kerr was saying they're not winning a championship without the big three, and the big three they're not winning a championship now. Yo, David, and I'm gonna call back on something you said last year or the one before the season started. You kept saying that uh, this might bite Kerr in the ass. Yep. Because you were like, it was last year when they were talking about um, uh, trading pool away or this or that. And, and Kerr said that we need Draymond in order to win. And look what's happening now. Yeah, yep. Dave Dave brought that up. on. And he said, he said, should Kerr get, get the boot if that yeah. happens? Because he's, he's vouching for Draymond. Yep. He vouched for Draymond and Clay. Yeah. And look, they failed him. They're failing him. Yeah. So my 2024 prediction is this. Well, I want to bring this up first. I think Matthew Stafford should also be in the MVP conversation to win the MVP. What does his stats look like? Don't matter. He got the team to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they went on. They went on a run. They're going on a run real late. Yes, it's a push, but it's late in the season. Yeah, I think I think you have to go off the stats too. Can't just with, with the names. With the names being tossed around with Lamar, because uh, Lamar jumped to, to number one spot. Yeah, Lamar did. Yeah, so with Lamar being in that conversation, um, Tua, Jalen Hurts, um, Brock Purdy. Yo, it sucks that Terry's not even in there just because it was happening re- recently, like the past couple games. Because throughout the whole season, he was been on, on pace to break 2,000 yards almost. For the majority of the season, he's not even top five to be yeah. considered. I think I think a little bit of recency bias plays into that too. That no, that falls into category because they want to put him in offensive player of the year. Oh, true. And they're not gonna let a guy win offensive player of the year and MVP. Damn. That's just how it is. Yeah. So my twenty twenty four prediction is this. I think the New York Mets are going to go after one more pitcher, and I think it's going to be one of the top guys in free agency, whether it's Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery. They need one more pitcher if they want to make a solid run. I kind of hope it's Snell. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Snell is good in Tampa. Yeah. That's that's my predictions for you. Before we go, since we got like a few minutes left, any predictions or goals for you guys personally? Could be about unsolicited role models. Oh yeah, this is the last. Uh, this is the last. Here. This is the last episode of 2023. Oh for, shit, fellas! For Dougie and the boys, yes, I'll probably do one on New Year's Eve. Unsolicited role models will be coming back next year. Holidays have slowed down interviews, you know, leaving people with good time with their family, time to get their shopping done, yeah. you know, Christmas and everything. But we will be back next year. Um, I'm actually thinking of a new setup. I just got to talk to the team about it. But it's I, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing for big things next year. I'm also pushing for uh, the Dougie and the Boys Instagram page. Yes, we've been getting a lot of likes and views on that. Yeah. Bigger and better things, baby. 2024. Looking forward to it. All right. As always, thank you for supporting Dougie and the boys throughout 2023. We had some great times, great laughs, great debates. Jonathan got heated up a lot. Yeah, we did. He got heated up. Dougie tried to up a couple times. 
Yeah, I tried rolling up Dave plenty of times, but Doug Doug broke a couple of chairs. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> Doug broke a couple of chairs. Oh, must be nice. But yeah, this was a great, well, second season, but first full year we did Dougie and the Boys. Yes. So next year we'll start from January to December. Yeah, it's been fun. It's only up from here, fellas. Yeah, looking forward to it. Boys, if I don't see you, have a happy new year. Yes, sir. Have a happy new year. Happy new year. I'll see you guys at work tomorrow, but meaning virtually. If if we don't see the fans before the new year's over, happy new year to the fans. Yes. And follow us, follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and most importantly, the Dougie and the Boys Instagram account. Yeah, get lit, be safe. See you boys next time and see everybody next year. Must be nice. This episode was brought to you by Nicole and Dave, Ghost Sports. For all your latest information surrounding the world of sports, talk to Dave. They're gonna, they're gonna slip back a little bit. Ben, do you ever ask yourself the question as to or this town things that haven't been done before? They're like it's ah. more than just Joe Biden, though. Like it's just like people even overpay people... for Degrom, and I, just, I, I, so I think this is a great way for us to gather some. I'll, be, I'll be looking for another job after this is all. <laughs> I can tell you that. Here with your name behind it, oh, hoping Harry. that. Mike... Why did Trump fire Fauci? He could have gotten rid of him. There's a lot of things we can have checked out. So talk whatever we want. It's sports. Well, I'll tell you, you know. No matter. I don't have to worry about my feelings to understand that.